The Christian Atheist is also available on YouTube, and you will find other great content, including the literature I frequently refer to, on our Simple Gifts podcast. If you find our content helpful, consider supporting us through PayPal at RomansChapter5 at Comcast.net. We are led to believe a lie when we see not through the eye. William Blake Welcome to The Christian Atheist, where faith and reason fuse in the Incarnation. Episode number 58, The Evident, Evidence, and Faith, Part 2. Episodes 58 and 59 were written as a unit, and should be digested as such. But for reasons of density and intellectual difficulty, I have separated them into two separate episodes. The content, however, is not ideally separable. We ended last episode making the point that freedom is the result of seeing the differentiated values of our experience as related to each other in an open or uncertain structural unity. To use the Greek term, a cosmos, an ordered world. In freedom, we determine those values, that is, using the language from last episode, we differentiate, by placing them into a value hierarchy. We do this concretely by living, attending more closely to our spouse and children than to others, for instance, and abstractly by judging as when we value bravery over self-preservation. Attending to a value, we raise it above others, foregrounding and backgrounding other values. This process of organizing the indeterminacy of our experience into a value hierarchy points beyond values to value, what Plato called the form of the good, Aristotle's sumum bonum, the ideal or source of value. This freedom to value order the evident is analogous to creating our world, building it from the chaos of raw experience, the evident at its most basic. There is a sense, then, in which human rationality is responsible for the world, This responsibility can be overemphasized, as it currently is by the social constructivists. But it is, nevertheless, true. We experience potentially infinite complexity. But in differentiating that infinite complexity into a hierarchy of value, a structural unity, we reduce the potential infinite to a manageable value order. And as our value judgments are corrigible, any finite choice of a value order points beyond itself to an ideal value order, a standard of value. Ideals, themselves values, are never determinately given to experience, but they are rationally indexed, outlined, and they are foundational to rationality. Ideals are asymptotes. We can approach them, but never achieve them. They stand outside the evident as given to us, 
but they appear to rationality as necessary grounds for the concrete values we encounter in experience. Truth and reality, like value, are ideals. There are no facts without assuming the ideals of truth and reality. What we mean when we call something a fact is that this, whatever it may be, is true and real. That it corresponds in a finite way with the infinite ideal. The pursuit of knowledge is the attempt to align our understanding with what is ideally the case, with the asymptote. Science is the attempt to understand the evident in an ever closer approach to this asymptote, this ideal. In science, we seek to reconcile the ideal and the evident, to discover truth. Truth is born with rational consciousness. It exists in a dialectical relation to error as a corollary of rational corrigibility. Truth is the relation between the rational account of the infinite ideal indicated by the finite evident. Metaphysics seeks to answer the question, what must reality, an ideal, be like if the evident is as it appears? Understanding starts with the evident and speculates on the ideal. Building a speculative account of the ideal that explains the relation. There are two approaches the understanding can take in this procedure. 1. It can privilege the evident, constraining reason's speculative freedom by what is revealed in the evident. In this case, the evident corrects the speculation. Or, two, it can privilege rational speculation, correcting the evident in light of the rational account. An example of the two procedures can be found in the question of free will versus determinism. If we consult human experience, the evident, we are free. As Jean-Paul Sartre points out, we are freedom. This is fundamental to our lived experience as human beings. Freedom is given to us in the rational evident. It is revealed, for instance, in our existential anxiety in the face of choice. There are, as we said, two metaphysical accounts we may give of this experience. One, we may explain our sense of freedom as true. Claim, that is, that reality is reflected in our experience of the evident, that we are metaphysically free. Or, two, we can say that while we feel ourselves free, in reality we are determined, not free. On this second view, our metaphysical account of the evident denies its truth, accounting for the deceptive appearance of the evident. The first account is rational. 
but we will call the second account hyper-rational, as it privileges rationality above the evident. In metaphysics, rationality seeks to explain the relation of the evident to the rationally indexed ideal, reality. It does so by conceptualizing, imagining, creating a story. No rational being is free from metaphysical belief, as only metaphysical belief allows us to unify the infinite diversity of experience by differentiating and value-ordering it into a cosmos. The default metaphysical belief seems to be realism, the account that accepts the evident as reality, but also points beyond it to the mystery of the ideal. Because rationality is freedom, it can accept the evident as a constraint on its speculative freedom, as metaphysically real. The hyper-rational approach, because it turns its rational choice of belief systems back on itself by denying the truth of the evident, is called metaphysical idealism. In other words, when we rewrite the empirical in light of the rational, correct the evident by privileging rationality, we are metaphysical idealists.
I am a Christian with the searching and skeptical mind of an atheist. I don't want to believe anything that isn't true. I know both sides of the looking glass and I know them with open eyes. I choose Christ's side. I invite you to join me from wherever you stand before the looking glass. That's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have your religious cake and eat it too. You can have reason, respect for science, a 21st century worldview, and be a Christian.